At Morgan Stanley, old school hard work meets bold new thinking. At 88 years old, we still see the world with the wonder of new eyes, helping you discover untapped possibilities and relentlessly working with you to make them real. Old school grit, new world ideas. Morgan Stanley. To learn more, visit morganstanley.com slash why us. Investing involves risk. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, the New York Stock Exchange. Dow futures up uh, 130, uh, looking for a record open. Reflects some hope that the novel coronavirus spread is peaking as the number of new daily cases falls to the lowest since January. Got Powell on the Hill day two today. Europe is a relatively green. Oil is up, even as OPEC cuts its demand forecast for a sixth time. Our robot begins with the New Hampshire squeaker. Sanders narrowly beating Buttigieg with Amy Klobuchar close behind. What it means for the next Democratic contest and why it matters for Wall Street. Plus, the rally rolls on. Investors still closely watching the impact, of course, of the coronavirus amid signs the new reported cases could be slowing down. And SoftBank profits plunge, wiped out by vision fund losses. We'll get to that as well. We'll start with the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. Bernie Sanders winning last night's New Hampshire primary by a minimal amount. The senator from Vermont finishes with about 26 percent of the vote, edges out former South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Senator Amy Klobuchar with a surprise third place finish. Uh, she tops Warren and Biden. In his victory speech, Sanders ramped up his attacks on billionaires. At this point in the campaign, we are taking on billionaires and we're taking on candidates funded by billionaires. But we are going to win because we have the agenda that speaks to the needs of working people throughout this country. Health care is a human right, not a privilege. The wealthy and powerful will start paying their fair share of taxes. Uh, meanwhile, this morning, Predict It uh, shows Biden is in the single digits. Uh, Jim, if to the degree the market's watching this and trading off of this, is it feeding the notion that Sanders would be easy to beat? Yes. I mean, you look at Lloyd Blankfein's tweet, which I think is a defining tweet. I mean, he said, if I'm Russian, I go with Sanders this time around. I mean, Lloyd does represent Wall Street. He's retired. He's got too much time in his hands, clearly. So much Super Bowl. He's... He does have a little time on his hands. I mean, well, good for him. He, you know. He's a young man. He should probably maybe figure something else out. I heard for a little bit he was toying with the idea of running for mayor. That's not going to work. But, but he does. This is a, a serious Putin endorsement. Yeah. Look, I think the market's going to be up because Sanders won. I mean, I think that people don't think that Sanders is going to be very effective against Trump. No, but it is early days here still. And oh, God, you're with the early thesis? I mean, take a look at the delegate count. Take a look at what is coming. Take a look at the fact that Michael Bloomberg is yet to really enter the race in terms of people being able to vote for him. Uh, A.B. Klobuchar moving up dramatically I think that's important. Uh, in New Hampshire. Do you think that's so important? How about a Sanders-Klobuchar ticket where Sanders says only we're on one term? 
Yeah. Yeah, That's a good idea. I mean, listen, there's no doubt that Bernie Sanders is going to be with us this entire, it would seem, for the entirety of the primary season and very well could end up as the nominee. But I Well, think then why is United Health trading premature. Why is United Health trading going up? to be the case? He, he comes out and he says, health care fall. And United Health is the biggest, biggest Dow stock pre-market winner. Right. He's, by what the does way, he's say? always been saying that. He's been consistent, which is why his followers. Oh, they, and they're not going to vote for him. With him. He he's always said it's a human right. Not right. A, yeah. Well, Joe, Joe Biden was the only guy in this race who was saying universal health care, health insurance for all. And how's he doing? Not too well. No. No. Not he left well. for South Carolina. But the complexion of this race could change dramatically. It is still it is still early. I mean, the race is an interesting question, which is uh, if Sanders gets the nomination, does the market at any point up until the, the election have to reckon with, say, tight polling? where the chances of him, you know, becoming president are not, they're not non-zero, they're not... No, they're not, yeah. not zero. But we, we have to start talking about hate him or like him. Trump moves the market. Secretary Mnuchin moves the market. Larry Kudlow moves the market. Sanders could move the market, too, but not in the direction you want. I mean, well, I want. Uh, yeah, I think... Who does Sanders like the Sanders team? That's a fair point. I mean, who are, who are the great social, socialists of all time? I, 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 who are the great socialists of well, all time? Well, he's a socialist. Yes, he is. He he is. He's got he Debs' grandson, one maybe. Would, he's got one would imagine Trotsky, he would not be great good for the markets. No, well, that's the but point. Part of his plan and has always involved some sort of tax on trades. Uh, I'm notice not sure he where that stands Notice right he doesn't now. say uh, millionaires anymore. You know why? It's too many. Because he's a millionaire. He's one. That one. Yeah. Uh, Goes actually, the billionaires. there's an op-ed piece, ironically, on Bloomberg today that argues that he'd be good for the stock market, Sanders, because he would amplify the deficits that are already buoying the markets. You forgive student debt, that's going to give students uh, or recent more graduates more money to spend. Yeah, but he would expropriate. Socialists would expropriate. Make it so that if you think that you look at your balance sheet, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. Do you think you'd expropriate your apartment? He you know you expropriate my, one of my homes. You know, to the extent we talk about the economy and the markets, clearly the idea of Bernie Sanders being the nominee for the Democratic Party, as most people believe in, that Trump would win another four years. Thank you. That's all Hence you're getting that reaction in the market. Are you still saying it's too early to believe that? I think it is, yeah. I think He's got is. California I mean, apparently locked up. The, I mean, the delegate count. Who's got California locked up? People say that Sanders has an unbelievable organization in California. We'll Remember, California's early this year. I'm, I'm aware. Super Tuesday in California, I know. We could yeah. be over Super Tuesday. That is going to be, 40, I think it's 40% of the delegates, but that's going to be a very important. Then we can have a conversation. I just think that this action today in the hottest group right now looks like it's going to be health care, which is a repudiation of everything that Sanders stands for. I think that's the way it'll get. Well, maybe it just reflects Warren's collapse. Uh, oh. The combined Warren-Biden vote in New Hampshire from Iowa is down 10%. Right, well, but, but Sanders is, I mean, yeah, Sanders and Warren are the two people that would make it so that there is no United Health. They would, remember, they just, she wants to wipe out. He would eliminate United Health. You have to take it out of the Dow. I'm aware. Put in alcohol or something. You come back to Buttigieg and Klobuchar's vote totals, you add in Bloomberg or, and or Biden, and you still have the moderates, so to speak, outpacing the far left of the... No, that's of true. The, uh, of the, but of the, the stock market is not saying that. you yeah, but you're right. You're right about that. And those, you know, Klobuchar represents the, what we thought Biden represented. 
Yeah, that was perhaps the most surprising part of the... Uh, Have you been listening? I mean, she's on XM. She's... You know, look, I don't want to talk about my politics, but she she represents something that would not send the market down. She doesn't. She would not send the market down. She's, I think, to some degree, I don't want to say pro-stock market because that's not the Democratic way, but it's not her focus. And Lloyd might, you know, who knows where Lloyd's going to go. Yeah, Lloyd's Lloyd, become Lloyd the- got a lot of heat today. People already reminding us that in November of 09, he apologized for their role in the subprime crisis and 1MDB and Libya. As he yeah. said at the time, we participated in things that were clearly wrong and have reasons to regret. He should take up. He should take up being a disc jockey. He should do. So. I mean, listen. You, also, Goldman is like, That's please, a, will you stop with the Twitter? I know the, the, the hair shirt. I mean, yeah. what, what is with look? I think he can do Lloyd, whatever he wants. He's a private citizen. He's entitled to his opinion without a doubt and sharing it. I'm always. Did I'm I show you show you my pictures? By the way, plenty of people might disagree with him in terms of at least the Russians and how they would. Well, use that was a joke. He'd been Russian. He could have said the Chinese, but, the hackers, but cyberarchs uh, down. 10. It looks like the hacker's not so great. Right. But yeah, I think he's got to find some productive things to do. David, that's, my advice that's insulting. No, it's not. Well, you yes, heard what Frank is. Lund said, and that is that uh, having the wealthy complain about, say, in this case, Sanders, it's yeah. gonna, it's not a good look, just as Warren used Lee Cooperman on our air to her advantage. Oh, my. Remember? Oh, Although, geez, it was awful. From that day on, she did nothing but go down in the polls. That's true. That was her wa- high watermark. I mean, I, maybe no connection at all. But No, no. I, I think that that was a screed. That attack on, on someone who actually has given a lot of money away just didn't resonate. That was a moment. I don't know if it mattered or not. Maybe it was her when she unveiled her health care plan and people saw She that, sold but, mugs to hold billionaire tears yeah. on her website. She was against all the big... Well, today the FTC is against all the... Fang stock. She was an early on anti-Fang. Look at this humana. Billionaires here are insulting a lot, by the way. If you can get those, how about when, when we ever talk about Steyer? Steyer was at Goldman with me. He a billionaire. He's yeah. getting. What does he get there? Well, how much did he get there? I think three percent. What did he get? There no, in New Hampshire? Really? Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's double what I thought he'd get. Right. Uh, well, get prepared to talk a, a lot more about politics as we go into Nevada and South Carolina. Uh, the Dow is on track to hit some record highs as worries about the coronavirus outbreak continue to ease. China reports its lowest number of new cases since January 31st, although the death toll has risen to more than 1,100 people. Oil uh, rising after OPEC again lowers its 2020 oil demand growth forecast, cites the outbreak as the major factor behind its decision, uh, Jim. But uh, we were doing 3,000 new cases a day. Uh, now we're doing a little over 1,000. Right, and then people are talking about how also that they're treating it more aggressively early on. I keep coming back to the cruise ship factor. You guys know the Westerdam? You know the Westerdam? The Westerdam. The Westerdam. Yes, I do. What is it? It's Carnival Cruises. It's Holland ship. American Carnival. They can't ship, find the dock. They've been five different places. There is no coronavirus on, and they won't let this ship land. What does that say? There is still a lot of fear, except for on Wall Street, where they upgraded Las Vegas Sands. And, 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 I, I think they're early. I think you're upgrading Las Vegas Sands and win is a very aggressive thing. When you have a, uh, articles on the front page about how people are still getting it and spreading. The, this Cowan guy, every day he's got some optimistic thing to say. I don't know. Do you guys feel optimistic? Uh, you know, J&J's got a release out today. They're going to talk to HHS about accelerating development of a vaccine. That actually is real. Yep. I did some work on that. Moderna, they did the $500 million uh, equity offering at 19. That's looking good. It's the vaccine that is the hope. The pill, no. No one seems to have the pill. The vaccine, though, it's still, it's very difficult to say it's going to be before a year. 
Uh, but that means that you could have flu season end, and then when it comes back, it won't be uh, part of the of what comes back, which would be really great. Apple is the barometer for China now. If you see Apple fly, that's people saying the China trade is on. And I, I'm just uncomfortable because I don't trust the Chinese to necessarily give me the most accurate figures. And the, you know, they let the WHO in, which is good, but they won't let the CDC in. Uh, there is a, a narrative, and it's, you know, you've you got to set the human toll aside, that's important. But if the disruption in production isn't not that intense, plus you get the responsive stimulus from the Chinese, yeah. do you wind up ahead of than you would have been otherwise? Yeah, oh, then, oh, no, then you're in, like, stratosphere. That's absolutely true. Because the, the stimulus in Japan is incredible. Plus, the, uh, the, the uh, by the way, there's an undercurrent. There's been a lot of, of, of Chinese uh, pass-arounds, which just say, you can, you can sell stocks. You just, all you have to do is register with the government as a seller. Huh. Yeah. Well, you may be Give underestimating it. the impact this is having, though, on the Chinese economy, which is no, dramatic. I, I've been saying 1% to 2%. How am I underestimating? For, for some, Q1 growth. Some are saying yeah, zero. 1% to 2 well, zero, I think, is aggressive. Not that you ever get that. You think negative. you're going to... No. You can have negative growth. Just there negative. are a lot of people coming back to work. It's just that it's spotty. I mean, I had Columbia yesterday, COLM. They have a lot of product they that's do what made. They, what they say. Well, it's spotty. Some factories are up. Some factories aren't. Uh, uh, JP Morgan had a chart last night of rush hour traffic in Guangzhou. I mean, you can imagine what it looks like year on year. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's coming up just a little bit. I ordered 3M masks. I must have pressed the wrong button because I got 12 boxes of them. I have thousands. I mean, I feel horrible. I'm hoarding masks. I'm going like, to give them away for like Halloween or something. I have a few. I got. You want, okay, sure. No, I, it's more for the. Uh, I got some. Just for the, the go bag, you know. You, uh, Frankly, what do you ever need? since 9 11, you have to have one of those. <laughs> oh, thank you. No problem. Awesome. Are these, but these are not <laughs> N95. These are just. We're, we're not they weren't ready with those. They weren't with, I saw. Hold on. Eunice, you wears one. Yeah, but she's in Beijing. Bingo. Yeah. Uh, always prepared, Jim. Uh, always. No yep. Always. Uh, by the way, a reminder, uh, don't miss a special report tonight on the coronavirus uh, outbreak. Tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on CNBC. There's a lot to get to this morning. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash. We'll count down the opening bell. you got to get through Shopify, Lyft. Oh, David. And, and David, yeah, David you're scary. You're on the Western Dam. Get off the Western Dam. No, it's not. It's not a bank robbery, for heaven's sake. It's a mask. Okay, go down. That's great, David. Looking for a record uh, for the Dow at the Open. We're back in a moment. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with P. Jim, a leading global asset manager. All right, we're 13 minutes before we get started with trading here on what we like to call Hump Day. We'll also start talking stocks now. CVS starts off the mad dash. You know, I yeah. had a nice Merlot last night. Did you really? How's uh, your Merlot doing? I don't know. He's uh, almost my age. That could be retirement. We hope not. Remember, this is not Channel 2. This is Charlie Victor. I think the uh, one that you uh, uh, like, Viacom, is ringing the bell. 
that stock is it, that stock is on its own race to the bottom. Yes. I think it wants to sell at one times earnings. It's really incredible. Like <laughs> Beth, like Bethlehem Steel did in 1988. David CVS reports this morning. Now my travel trust owns it. Initially, the stock was up two. All right, mm-hmm. I happen to like this stock again. And uh, Lisa Gill, who's the axe, raised, just says the numbers are good. When you see this now up one, what that ultimately means is going to be down two. I don't want it to be down two. My travel trust owns it. But I have seen this pattern all too often, hmm. which is that people start saying, you know what? It isn't that good. It was good. It was a guide up from 683 to, to seven and change for next year, for this year, uh, 2020. Right. But there's always the what's lurking is Amazon. The front of the store did more than two. It looks like that the uh, PBM did 10. Okay. So there's a lot good here. They're going to pay back the debt. I think it's PBM. a How did Aetna do? OK. Yeah. I think that this stock is going to end up rallying. But beforehand, it's going to freak people out because that's just the way it trades. Now, meanwhile, to talking about freaked out, I mean, people were freaked out. Oh, well, because he, he cut deal. numbers. Yeah. He cut numbers right here. Right. People were sick about it. Then he comes down here and people are like people are saying, are you kidding me? And then he guides up the analyst meeting. Then he does the number. And then people are saying, well, you know what? He didn't guide up enough. It should be he needs to go to 720. He didn't need not go to 720. And uh, it's seven, 705 mid-range is fine. But, you know, there's guys who try to take it and stocks up. There's heat-seeking missiles because people don't want to go up against Amazon without realizing that they've reinvented themselves with these health hubs, which is what you need. Because let's say a, a cook at my restaurant cuts his finger. There's no mini clinic. I want a health hub. He goes to the hospital and they give us a bill for 8500 Right. Because this is what's wrong with the American health care system. Yes. 8500 for a couple of stitches and a finger. If you go to the health hub, it would have been fine. But we don't have them yet. Philadelphia has them. Houston's got them. I pray for them. They're going to be fantastic. I'm glad you took off the mask, David, because it was freaking me out. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, that was just to, to try it on. Oh, see, that was a show. It was like a shtick. I didn't even see anybody. It was on a shtick. Subway with them today at all. Why don't you go to the uh, Tonight Show with that thing? Oh, you mean are they starting to take them off now? Yeah, I haven't seen that. Take the, the take the subway. Every day. Good for you. Every way to travel. All right, stick around. We got a yeah, lot of walk on the street. I don't. Oh, I'll well, get you some. I got a whole box of. Sometimes I work loves, but rarely. We're back after this. For more than a decade, Comcast has been committed to bridging the digital divide and connecting millions to affordable high-speed Internet. But the barriers to get connected go well beyond affordability. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach millions with digital skills training, resources, and opportunities needed to succeed in a digital world. Project Up, building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world, the opening bell in just about seven minutes. Uh, Jim's watching this, uh, do you call it guidance if they don't actually, if it's on a hypothetical at a carnival cruise today? I think you have to. I, I think it took some guts for Carnival to come out, but remember, you have two different cruise ships that, 
nobody seems to want. Uh, you have that Princess, Diamond Princess, and you've got this Westerdam. So I think it's perfectly legitimate that uh, Carnival comes out and says they 55 to 65 cents impact. If operations suspended through April, of course, that would be um, suboptimal. Right. I mean, they do say we're unable to determine the full full impact on the year. However, while not currently planned, if the company had to suspend all ops in Asia through April, you're talking 55, 65. Well, what are you going to do? This The Westerdam, not Hamsterdam, David, Westerdam, uh, they have no coronavirus and it can't land. So how is Arnold Donald going to fill up a cruise ship if one of them can't even get home? And uh, they are quickly working to develop alternate plans that are keeping guests updated on board as information becomes available, Holland America Line said in a statement. Do you really want to be on a ship where there may not be a place that you can land? And now also, I don't know if you read the the CDC's advice for cruises, but it reads like that it's a floating hospital ship. You are very focused. You were, before we heard from Carnival, you were very focused on this whole Cruise liner. My wife well, tells were, me we got to stop it. I'd say travel at large. You were you were cautious on hotels. Yes. We'll, we'll get uh, how we'll are get the hotels going to make their MGMs. numbers? Yeah. I mean, some of these stocks are out. The, journal, the journal's reporting on it today. I mean, not that they're out or near the fifty-two. Because Carnival Cruise is down three cents. It's, Royal Caribbean is up. The hope springs eternal that this thing has turned. It's just, but, all I keep hearing from Wall Street is, it's just another form of flu. Right. Stop it, Jim. But don't forget, Chinese, the Chinese have a very large tourist class as well that spends an enormous amount of money in places like New York and very around true. the United States. Very true. And or trips that I, go I, to China. All of that is not happening. But there is so much hope in this market. Hope that this thing turns. Dr. Fauci has not seen a turn. Uh, that it, To me, he's the expert. They won't let him in. Uh, they, that doctor, the uh, ophthalmologist, I mean, that was not a great situation. I don't trust them. The only thing I trust today is Shopify. Which we'll get to. We're going to try to sneak in one quick break before the open, so don't go away. Welcome back. A bunch of names in the pre-market to get to, including uh, Lyft, Jim, uh, which is a narrow than expected loss. Uh, they had the misfortune of reporting after Uber, where Uber said, listen, we're going to have money. We're going to make money. Darab, cost of story, he really blew people away with that projection. Lyft is going with the old model, which is, hey, we're going to do great top line. Uh, don't worry about the um, progress t- uh, to the uh, path. Profitability, although they no, but do they remember seem they- to be taking fewer discounts, don't they? I mean, the cost for a ride for an Uber or a Lyft is going up. Right, and the, so the gross margins aren't that bad, and they, but they don't have food, which actually is getting a little better. Uh, but I see, uh, here's the thing. They don't talk about path to profitability. They talk about progress on our path to profitability. So, therefore, they're not where... So, they're not on the path yet. Right. See, Dara's on the path. These guys are on the progress to the path. Uh, by the way, Casper, they're not on any path. Right. Well, by this, by that metric, Dara at Uber will reach profitability about a year before Lyft Express. Right. So, why not on Uber? The CFO did talk about everyone of the company now flying coach. Quick listen to that. Everyone at Lyft flies coach, Jim. By everyone, I mean everyone. You know, there is no carve-out for executives or board members. And it's this low-cost mindset, you know, is really a key part to how we're driving towards profitability. It's one of the ways we make sure that every investment dollar generates the maximum return for shareholders. All right, so okay. frugality. I, yep. Oh, I, want, I, do want to point out, I do want to point out that, unlike Jack Dorsey, who does, uh, you know, who might, who's CEO of two companies, that Brian Roberts is not... Comcast. 
There's two Brian Roberts. No, there are two. Not. Yes. Look, I think I think Lyft did again. If Lyft reported ahead of Uber, we would have been buying uh, Lyft. Remember, this is a Hope Springs Eternal. How much is Carnival down on Western Am and Princess Diamond? Carnival is up. It's up, David. David, <laughs> Carnival's up. I heard you, Jim. You did over the bell. There's the opening the bell. bell. The S&P 500, uh, as uh, Brett fills in at the big board, it's South African gold producer DRD Gold Limited at the NASDAQ Viacom CBS celebrating the 40th anniversary of BET Networks. Uh, retail, uh, another day in which uh, there's divided fortunes. Uh, there's Bed Bath with disappointing comps, and then there's Shopify, Jim, which is uh, going to the moon. Yeah, I got Shopify tonight. That stock could be up 100 easily. They've got... but. Their growth is extraordinary. Uh, and by the way, that's the ultimate empowerment of small business. Oh, my God, that is just parabolic. But it was a great quarter. I mean, you know, when you have the kind of growth that they have, I and mean, it's a very big company, but their gro- gross margin, David, their, their gross merchandise value, yeah. 47% growth. Okay? No, so think about that. What is that versus are, eBay? Uh, Total uh, revenue up 47. It's, uh, a lot more. Merchant Solutions at eBay up 53. Is not really no, listen, they are a great play on the growth of e-commerce, period. Yeah. So you'll you see wanna, you, you and I have an idea to sell um, some sort of garment that we come up with. I don't know. Maybe we want to bring something back or who knows. David, that's we, exactly. And you uh, can make your name. We, we call Shopify. We're in business. And we we're do, in business we like do, three hours later. We do Instagram. We call Shopify. Yeah. Shopify may invest with us. I can't wait to talk to them tonight. It's a Canadian company. There have been some major American companies that wanted to buy them. They will not. They refuse to be bought. And by the way, just in terms of the uh, Hope Springs Eternal, I've got Signet George. You know that is the, the Signet? Yes, I do. <laughs> It's uh, K, it's K, K, uh, K, 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 it's Zale, 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 but yeah, but look at it, look what Gene has done, look what Gene has done, and look what Harley's done, these are incredible stories, incredible stories, they're both good, that's a record high for the Dow, Uh, obviously, uh, we're up almost 200 points, of course, S&P and NASDAQ set records of their own yesterday, they're up six to seven, Uh, Jim, it's sort of, despite I don't know. People still wringing their hands over the jolts number yesterday, right. the number of job openings in this company, uh, country, and now the lowest since December well, 17. I mean, I think there's always this element which just says someone's going to break out of quarantine, not unlike the stand, which is what I mean. You know, there's just fear. And, and, and Chairman Powell, to his credit, talked about that. You would have a radical different. I mean, someone I've talked to a lot of restaurateurs. I mean, believe me, this is it. The, the virus. It's just they talk about the virus, the virus, the virus. So you get thinking, well, there could be a lot of job openings. So I think the chairman stands already. So I like that. In the interim, we do have the semiconductors that are involved with China, led by Micron on fire. Very important notes this morning, very positive on Micron, talking about UBS. Wow, UBS talking about the idea that DRAM prices are going up and that NAND prices are going up. And using a very aggressive price target. This stock has always failed at the $60 level. I think it takes it out. Yeah, UBS goes to 75 yeah, that was uh, We amazing. believe the time has finally come when Micron can materially outperform over a sustained period of time. I think it can. Look, they tightened supply. They came on Mad Money and they came here and they talked about cutting back on how much they produced. By the way, so did the other two guys. 
This is a, remember, this is an oligopoly. Some would say it's a slap-happy oligopoly, so everybody cut back a little and the price went up, and it worked. OPEC can't do that. They try to cut back, and it doesn't go up. So it did work in this case, and that's why I think Micron can really break out here. So how much pressure tonight on AMAT and Cisco to give us... AMAT's going to have a good number, I think, because we know that... Uh, uh, we know that Lamb had a, a monster good number. Lamb stock is up more. Into, it was the second best performer in the, in the uh, New York stock in the S and P after Chipotle. So I think Applied Materials is going to be terrific. Cisco. A lot of people are talking about a turn. Uh, they have to. They've blown it for a couple of quarters. This is really important that uh, Chuck Robbins do it. I want to go back, circle back to a stock that you mentioned that is going to be the worst performer today. Bed Bath. This is a true quandary. What happened, this is why I want you to, I think, to buy it, Mark, Mark, uh, Mark Tritton. Listen to what he did. He gave no guidance last time. When he, when he did the quarter, he gave no guidance. T- last night, he cut guidance. May I remind him, he had no guidance. So whatever advice he got from what lawyer, from the chairman, I think all those people need to be broomed and broomed yesterday. You do not cut guidance when you have no guidance. I mean, that is like, did they go to college to get stupid? I mean, I swear to God they went to college to get stupid. Is, is this company going to be able to turn itself around or not? Well, they do have this guy's a good guy, Chief Merchant. He was the chief I remember. Merchant. You were, you, were, you were enthusiastic. Yeah, but I mean, like, you do and this. It come off the lows uh, I, back in, I, you know. You think it's just dead because it's because August, got Amazon and targeted? Stock was $75 yeah. five well, they, years ago. But and they, they, bought they bought back, back so much stock. They, they bought the back much more than the market cap. They do have a lot. They do have cash. They can do things. But they were... I mean, I searched for the word because I am Jimmy Chill now. I, I, I say it was ill-advised to get to cut guidance when you had no guidance to cut. I mean, who would do that? Who would cut guidance when there was no guidance? I don't know. How you right, do exactly. What are they on the USS you Western can't cut M? Guidance if you don't have guidance. You don't cut guidance if you don't have. Got to have guidance. Then you I mean, he must have guidance. I bet you he's sitting there thinking, "What the hell did I do?" Or you can raise the guidance. What did you I do? Why'd you go fa- fold some towels? Meanwhile, guys, you got all four members of the Trillion Dollar Club, as we now call them, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Google, uh, in the green. It's helping our gains today. And the president even uh, recognized the group uh, yesterday in the Oval. We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft, one is Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. So you have Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. <laughs> Yeah. We're not going to mention that the, it's Ma if you go with Alphabet. Yeah, you should have stuck with Fang. That would have worked. Now, by the way, meantime, the FTC is investigating them. Yeah. yeah. One arm doesn't know what the other. It's kind of like that. Uh, the U.S. attorneys who quit off that um, that <clears throat> leniency. Uh, for Roger Stone. Right. Yes. So there's, there's one hand doesn't want you. Can I just say? Long time U.S. attorneys quit. Yeah. Uh, every one of those companies, and, okay, uh, I have demanded both publicly and privately, will you please buy somebody? Could you just buy some companies? That's never. That's not happening. And they never do. So what are they being investigated for? Companies they bought. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm seeing so many stupid things. It's really starting to piss me off. The no cutting, no guidance, and then cutting guidance, going after these companies that the president likes for making acquisitions. When I begged Tim Cook to make an acquisition, Saudi has. Well, he did. He made one that get get stopped was good. Do you think Microsoft has made acquisitions? No, they've some. LinkedIn but they've, was a very they, large. They've been the one that's been the least. Yes, they, but they've been the um, one that's Apple got the has lead. Never, the largest acquisition right. Apple's done is Beats. 
Um, yeah, so uh, Facebook obviously has what, 22 Amazon, billion. Zappo? WhatsApp was a large was a large dollar okay, acquisition. Well, okay, so they did them um, a long time ago. And Alphabet also doesn't really do large deals. No, Alphabet doesn't. Want, some, I begged them the to use the cash. Thing, which, by the way, didn't work yeah. out for them. Remember that? No, was, that but was, they're looking at even the smaller deals they've done. The idea the FTC is trying to at least get a, their arms around is: Are they stifling innovation in some yeah. fashion? No, they have nothing are to all do. The they're small like, deals they're doing in AI, for example, artificial intelligence. Is that actually? going to stifle the innovation or the ability of other companies to raise capital. So that's kind of what they're looking at. The Journal's got this piece on Facebook. Uh, Zuckerberg is signing people to new teams to develop apps because... Uh, he is he not confident in the company's ability to get regulatory approval. Yeah. Well, well, that's fine. Yeah. That's, you you can't know, that, expect yeah. if you're these companies that you're going to be able to do a large acquisition of no, any kind. No, but no one thinks they're going to. Perhaps not even to. a small deal. They know that. What I mean, it's Google, a, what was that one they did with the, the Fitbit, right? Aren't, yeah, but they can't get still, that close. Thank you. You're exactly. Welcome. No, they can't. That's why, I mean, this idea, this is all rear guard action, the FTC. And it, uh, maybe it's, it covers the flank of the president if someone says, you know, these companies are really stifling innovation. We say, listen, the FTC's investigating MAGA. MAGA. Um, FANG. I, I did so much to do FANG. What's the matter? You don't like that? I don't know. Um, SoftBank reported earnings, uh, guys. Well, that was, uh, what was the segue there? Uh, none. There is none, except it's a favor report. We're going to talk about it because there's a lot to, uh, to, to get to here. Of course, yesterday we spent a lot of time talking about SoftBank in part because it was a holiday in Japan, the stock hadn't opened, the ADRs were trading here. You can see that's the reaction in Japan from Judge Marrero's decision to allow Sprint and T-Mobile to get together. Remember, if it had gone the other way, that stock would be down uh, sharply, would have been down sharply on that one, would imagine. Now they're very happy, as you might imagine. Masa giving his presentation um, today in Japan after the earnings from SoftBank and going through a lot of detail. There's been so much there. Remember, Elliot, of course, taking that position that we learned about last week, wanting some potential changes in governance, perhaps wanting a buyback. Not quite sure where we start, but you know what? Let's actually start with the Vision Fund. Let's start there. You heard from Marcelo Claré earlier this week when he joined Andrew Sorkin talking about the WeWork turnaround. But how about the Vision Fund itself? Well, Masa's here to tell you it's not as bad as you might think. They went through a lot of the different numbers as of the end of the year, but then they came back and said, hey, have you taken a look at our portfolio since since the beginning of the year? Yeah, those numbers are true and real. $1.3 billion was the gain. Now it's $4.3 billion. Why? Well, a lot of it's Uber. They've invested $7.66 billion in Uber. They were down a billion as of the end of the year. Now they're up $1.5 billion because Uber has been a rocket ship for the last three uh, months, up 54% over that time. They're up on Slack uh, significantly, and they've paired losses in a number of other areas. Garden Health, by the way, a big winner for the Vision Fund as well. Of course, the big loser is WeWork, which they now control. You saw the uh, Marcelo Claré talk about getting the free cash flow deposited by uh, 22 and generating as much as a billion by 24. We'll see if they really can hit those numbers. But uh, Moss is certainly trying to focus people on the gains that the Vision Fund has had. Yeah, saying basically the, the rumors of our demise are uh, perhaps overblown uh, at this point. And there's a look at the five-year financial plan for, uh, for, for WeWork that they also are talking about. And it's essentially echoing what we heard from uh, Mr. Claret earlier this week. Of course, they do have a new CEO in place there. Um, 
He also talked about Vision Fund 2 on the conference call. Let me share that with you because he did uh, basically talk a bit about lessons learned there. We're about to start Vision Fund 2. Another 10 companies, Masa said, is what they're going to be looking at for new investment opportunities. We are preparing a pipeline, if you will. People often say Vision Fund's failing, but as a matter of fact, and again, this goes to the trillion of gains, that's yen. Uh, I think the next fund should be a bit smaller, he said, because again, we have caused concerns and anxiety to a lot of people. So maybe we should make size smaller and we collect fund as a bridge for the next one to two years. And then we are going to achieve some results. That's kind of where they seem to be going with Vision Fund 2. How much of that, of course, is also because nobody's showing up to give them money. No. A lot of it may just be SoftBank money. Um, are they going to keep all the prices of deals really high again? Yes. Create more unicorns. They may well do that. They may do that. Uh, they may continue to pump money in. Uh, he is more focused on governance overall, it would, see, okay. it would seem, okay. both at the companies that they're investing in and at their own company. This goes to Elliott uh, again, which, by the way, well-timed on Elliott's part, given they got in front yes. of an unexpected decision from Judge Marrero. But Massa on the earnest call said buybacks continue to be a consideration. Remember, a year ago, they did put in a $5 billion buyback. Nothing specific there. He also said we'd like to add more independent directors by our June meeting, and we are adopting enhanced governance standards for our wow. investments. They're doing what so that's Elliot where things stand with, uh, with SoftBank at this point. Again, that big reaction is in response to the Sprint deal. If it was just taken in isolation, these numbers don't look that good. But he comes back and says, also, you measure us on EBIT, not on asset value. And so because of accounting, we don't get credit for Alibaba on our EBIT. But when Uber loses money... Right. It hurts us. It is an accounting thing that he goes into some detail on on the call as well and says, come on, just look at our asset value. We are doing much better than you would believe based on media reports. I, I do just want to just say a lot of people are mad at me. The Westerdam is not the USS Westerdam Carnival. I'm just making the point that this is an American carnival and the stock is up. And anyway, just want to do that for yeah. the bond pit. No, it's a good point. Um, Carnival's up a dollar and that's because got, people uh, think everything's good. S&P and Dow at record highs. All three indices on pace for their best month since June. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Morning, Bob. Morning, guys. Uh, new highs in all the indices and even some of the sectors uh, as well. Powerful rally today. Four to one advancing to declining stocks. New highs are expanding uh, as well. It's risk on here. Energy's even rallying. Semis, of course. Industrials have got a number of new highs in industrials. Bank stocks even up as yields have moved up. Uh, utilities a bit on the flattish side, as you can see there. You want to watch the China stocks, MCHI. This is the broadest ETF for China. It includes mainland China, Hong Kong stocks, even stocks like Alibaba, the trade here. It's the one that I watch. You see this? This is a U-shape. The last month here, we're almost back to the levels. This was uh, January 17th or so, uh, just before the coronavirus hit. So you see that U-turn. Again, a lot of debate about accuracy of the data, but the market wants to believe there's some kind of bottoming in the number of cases that are going to be uh, reported in the next week or so. We have new highs. We're going to hear from Pepsi tomorrow. They'll give us an update on how their sales are doing. So that'll be the stock of the day tomorrow, I suspect. But I've been noting the new highs on some of the big industrials that are out there, like Ingersoll Rand, uh, Illinois Tool Works. Eaton's at a new high as well. Some of the semis were at new highs uh, as well. We're seeing uh, new highs there. 
and some of the other ones like uh, applied materials uh, as well. So a nice expansion of new highs. Remember the four things that have been moving markets uh, all throughout the year. Uh, and three of the four are still positive. The strong U.S. consumer and no recession. The trade truce, the Fed is neutral and still adding liquidity, although that may change in the next few months. Here's the one that's the X factor of whether or not the global economy is bottoming. Even before coronavirus, there was a lot of debate about the manufacturing numbers, particularly over in Asia being still notably on the weak side. Let's just say three out of the four definitely positive, and the fourth one is still up for grabs. Remember, we're middle of earnings season. We're about 75% of the way done earnings season right now. And here's the important thing. Q4 numbers still keep going up. That's a good sign. This number is falling. Now, this happens very typically for the quarter that we're in, but it's falling really fast. A week ago, this was 4.8%. Now down a percent. That's on the coronavirus concerns. Now, again, much faster than normal. That's a little disconcerting, but the market has now levitated itself into believing that these declines are going to be temporary, that they'll be made up in the subsequent quarters. Maybe, but that's a very, very big assumption for the markets to make. Right now, though, everybody's buying in to that thesis. Guys, back to you. All right, Bob, thanks. Let's get to the bond pits as well. Rick Santelli's he's at the CME in Chicago. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Carl. Uh, rates continue to be quite compressed domestically and globally, but nonetheless, we are up two basis points across the curve. I like to call that a parallel uh, shift in the yield curve because really there's not much wiggling going on in the curve, whether it's three months to tens or twos to tens. And we've had two days of higher closes in yield. Today, maybe the third, as you see on that three-day chart of tens. Also note 160 uh, has been on Monday and Tuesday a bit of a breaker near-term resistance in a very small time frame. We've popped through that. We could do a bit better. Open a chart of October. You can see why. You know, we have bottoms here in the low 150s. Open it up just a couple of more months to August. And, of course, we have uh, the 146 cycle low. And, of course, in our memory, we have 2012 and 2016. Both happen to be in July where you have 136. So there's plenty of consolidation down here. Traders are still leaning towards going through it, testing it at some point. The issue is timing. It's always about timing in markets. They just don't think it's the right time to do so. Now, if we look at a 20-year chart of the dollar index, this is really fascinating. You realize that the September 2019 high, just under 99.40. We're, what, a little more than a half a cent away from there? Should we pop through that, we would then comp all the way back to May 2017, Dollar's really sizzling in Greece this year. It's up, what, six out of seven sessions, and right now it's up again. Finally, the dollar-yen. Dollar-yen's always been that safe trade where the yen does better against the dollar. But look at how strong the dollar is against the yen, close to a breakout to the best levels since May of 19. Carl David Jim, back to you. All right, Rick, thank you very much. As we get set to uh, keep our eye on the Powell hearing today, uh, testifying before Senate Banking Committee yesterday told the House side that the economy is in a very good place and shrugged off concerns about a recession and the impact of the coronavirus. We'll monitor today, bring you some headlines. But for Jim's sake, in case you missed it, this is a question the Fed chair heard from uh, Congressman Garcia from Illinois yesterday. Climate change is also a risk to the financial sector. Jim Cramer, host of Mad Money on CNBC, in a discussion last week said major institutional investors want nothing to do with fossil fuels because of concerns about climate change. To guard against climate change impacts, the Bank of England has decided to stress test the UK's capital banks, largest banks, pardon me, and insurance companies against the risks associated with climate change 
Will the Federal Reserve follow suit and develop climate-related stress uh, tests? ESG and climate were one of the big themes that he threaded yesterday. They have to be. This morning, BP came out with what they even admit is ambitious for net zero uh, carbon emissions by 2050. uh, Repeat that that again for people. BP. BP. They take... Yeah, I mean, this they, is, they take stuff out of the ground and burn it's it. burned. Well, I mean, they're trying. They should plant a million trees, by the way. But they're talking about reducing methane intensity of operations by 50 percent. But what that tells me is how much are they flaring now? I mean, when you look at, at uh, parsley, they're only flaring very little. So but this was I have to point this out because they're trying. They're going to fundamentally reorganize to become a more focused, more integrated company. But they're going to. This is the thing. They are going to try to be carbon neutral by 2050. That's uh, zero. Yeah. Hey, by the way, the um, the Westerdam just got uh, they can dock in Cambodia. So, no, but it's ESG, that, that is no, this a is significant big. story. Yes, and I'm glad the conference is so interesting up. seeing the contrast between corporate America, corporate world, frankly, and the U.S. administration when it comes to so many of these well, things the, as well. What's happening is a lot of the uh, companies are saying, before they were saying, hey, listen, the president doesn't care. Why do we care? It's not, that's not the way anymore. Still to come this morning, the Senior Vice President for Global Corporate Affairs at Amazon, Jay Carney. A lot of buzz surrounding his op-ed on the company's wages and Bernie Sanders. Just south of 3375. We're back in a moment. Record highs for the Dow and the S&P this morning. Uh, Most components in the green here as we're just touched 3376 or so, settling back just a touch. Long day ahead. We're back in just a moment. Jim, what's on Matt tonight? What? Oh, look, we have Shopify, which is the hottest stock in it's Canadian, the hottest stock around. And then we have Signet. It's been a real big recovery. Of course, you have to ask everybody, do you have any uh, China exposure? PVH has today said, listen, we don't really, not getting hurt. I'll ask uh, Signet. But these are two winners. Uh, Gina turned Signet around. Wait, congratulations. We got to give her a real shout out. All right, Jim. That sounds good. Uh, yeah, we'll see you tonight. You. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern time. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.